lovely to see you here this morning. Whether you're a regular or you come occasionally, or whether you're visiting us for the first time, it's lovely to see you this morning. Did anyone get an Easter egg this morning? Can you keep your hands up if you had more than one Easter egg? Hands up if you had more than two Easter eggs. Hands up if you had more than five Easter eggs. Oh, there's a few serious chocoholics here. I, I, I love Easter, and um, it's full of celebration and eggs and chocolate, and it always happens at springtime when the sun is often shining. Um, some of my favorite Easter egg jokes. Um, what do you call a bunny with a large brain? An egghead. What is the Easter Bunny's favorite type of music? Yeah, hip-hop. Hip-hop, down. <laughs> Did you hear about the lady whose house was infested with Easter eggs? She had to call the egg exterminator. Oh, that's all right. The question I'd love to ask you this morning is, why is Easter so amazing? What's so amazing about Easter? And if you're doing sermon bingo, this is your opportunity. Get your sheets out. Sermon bingo is not just for the kids. Adults can do it. It's the only way people listen to my sermons these days when they're following out. And if you get all the, the words in the bingo, then there'll be prizes at the end of the service. Go and see the, some of the welcome team. They'll be able to hand you some sweets. So adults, it's worth playing along to sermon bingo. But the answer why Easter is so amazing isn't just about Easter eggs or the Easter bunny. It's something about much more important than that, which we're going to think about just for the next couple of minutes. So shall we pray before we continue? Father, we thank you so much for Easter, and we thank you for the joy of Easter, but we just pray that you'd speak to each one of us now by your Spirit about why this season is so amazing. In Jesus' name, amen. To help us think about why Easter is so amazing, I'm going to have a little bit of help this morning. So I've got a few people that are going to help me. The first person to help me is going to be Jonathan. Jonathan, would you like to come up? Grab your hammer. Let's have a look, see what we've got. Got an Easter egg, Jonathan. What do you think is going to be in this Easter egg box? Any idea? What do you think? Easter egg, what inside the egg? What do you reckon? Should we open up? Should we open up? Right up. Kit Kats? Let's have a look, shall we? It's all wrapped up nicely. Right, what I want you to do, John, is give that a good smash and we'll see if we can get some Kit Kats inside. Let's have a look, see what's inside. Go and give it a back. Ooh. It's a pretty good whack there. What's inside, John? Can you show everybody? Is that a Kit Kat? Cross. No idea how a cross got into Cadbury's Kit Kats. What's a cross got to do with Easter? Easy question, really, isn't it? Listen, for church, we've just gone through a holy week. What's a cross got to do with Easter? Go, on, go, go on, James, what do you think? Jesus died on the cross, that's right. There's a verse in John chapter 3, verse 16, which says, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son on the cross. So the first thing about Easter is it reminds us that you are loved by God. It reminds us of God's love, that you are loved by God. Brilliant. John, you can take that and share it with some of your friends. Go. So it's, it's, good. it's quite good helping me today. My next helper is Michaela. Where's Michaela? Come on, Michaela, come and join me. Let's have a look. See what's in here. 
another Easter egg for you. This one's also a Kit Kat Easter egg. I hope I got these the right, the wrong way, right way around. Should we open this one up? Soup's in this one. Another Easter egg. Are you good at smashing? Yeah, I love it. Okay, give it, give it a whack. See what's in that egg. Steve's work. Wow! That was a super smash. What's in here? No Kit Kats in here. Free nails. What do nails have to do with Easter? William. Jesus was hammered onto the cross with nails. Would you like to put your hand up if you've never made a mistake, you've never been naughty, you've never done anything wrong? Joya, we're in church, tell the truth. Not none of us. None of us could put our hands up. All of us make mistakes. All of us are naughty. All of us do something wrong. The Bible says all of us have sinned and fall short of God's glory. But it also says there's no condemnation for those who are in Jesus. That means God forgives all our mistakes. I went to watch a football match yesterday. It was a very bad football match. My team lost. But um, there was lots of yellow cards. And I'm sure all those players could just wish that the referee could come and take away all those yellow cards. I wish that he could come and just make sure my team didn't play so poorly and we didn't lose the game. But that's what God does for us. The nails remind us that you are totally forgiven by God. You are totally loved by God, but you're also totally forgiven by God. Jesus takes this punishment on the cross, which me and you should have paid. So if he was talking a little bit about this yesterday, um, Friday, on Good Friday, about the atonement, Jesus atones for our sins. He takes our punishment for us being naughty. He takes it on the cross. So Easter reminds us that you are loved by God, but also that you are forgiven by God. You can take that, Michaela. Enjoy the chocolate. You can go share it with your family. So we've got nails. We've got a cross. What else we've got? Who's, um, I think, James, you're my final helper, aren't you, this morning? Oh, you might actually have something good in here. This is a Rolo Easter egg. Right. What do you think's inside here? Uh, probably stone. Stone? Don't think there's chocolate. Well, oh. there's chocolate, but there's a stone inside the chocolate. You reckon there's a stone inside the chocolate? Let's have a look, shall we? <laughs> How are you about breaking chocolate? Uh, Just remember what goes on the ground, you lose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's inside, James? Uh, what can we find? What's inside? Well, it's empty. Yeah. There's nothing inside the egg. Yeah. You sure? It's better be rollers. You think there'd at least be some sweets or something. <laughs> what do you think empty, the empty egg reminds us of? What's the emptiness about the egg about? Go on, Daisy. The empty tomb. Someone's playing along bingo. Sermon bingo wants the words. Go on, you can take that. Thank you, James. You could go and enjoy that. The empty tomb. The empty tomb reminds us that nothing Nothing is impossible for God, doesn't it? The resurrection of Jesus is all about hope. And we've got um, some verses of the Bible that's going to come on the screen. John chapter 20, verse 11 says this. Mary stood outside the tomb crying, and as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white 
seated where Jesus' body had been. And verse 13 says this. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said. And I don't know where they've put him. And maybe you can relate to Mary that when you first go into the tomb, you have this sense of disappointment. And maybe you've had disappointment after disappointment over the last few years. Maybe you don't know how you can take another step of faith. Yet before the day is out, Mary encounters the risen Jesus and everything changes. And if you're struggling with your faith this morning, I'd love to encourage you just to keep coming back to Jesus again and again. Because the resurrection changes everything. There was a bishop in the church called Leslie Newbegin, and Leslie Newbegin said this. He said, the resurrection of Jesus is not the reversal of a defeat. It's the manifestation of victory. The resurrection of Jesus is not the reversal of defeat. It's the manifestation of victory. And what he's saying there is when Jesus rose from the grave, it's not that just Jesus died on Friday and he rose again on Sunday. He's saying that when Jesus came alive, everything changed in all of creation, in all of our lives. There was new possibilities. And it shows us that actually nothing is impossible for God. <laughs> well done. Nothing is impossible for God. There's nothing in your life that is beyond the empty tomb, the resurrection. If you're struggling with a health issue this morning, Jesus is able to heal that. If you're struggling with a financial issue, Jesus is able to transform that. If you're struggling with a relationship issue, Jesus can repair that. If you're struggling with a storm, Jesus can bring peace in that storm. There's nothing that's impossible because of the resurrection. Whatever you're facing, there's nothing that's impossible. There's something else that I think brings us all together. Yes, Easter is amazing because it reminds us that we're loved by God. It reminds us that we're forgiven by God. It reminds us there's nothing impossible for God. But how do we encounter all of this for our own life? Well, Mary says this, John chapter 20, verse 18. She went to the disciples with the news and she says, I have seen the Lord. Mary said, I have seen the Lord today. She didn't say, I saw the Lord last week or I saw the Lord through someone else told me about him. I went to church Easter Sunday or a friend or a relative told me about the Lord. I saw the Lord before COVID when I used to go to church. She said, I saw the Lord today. Not on Palm Sunday, not on Monday, Thursday, but today I've seen the risen Lord. 20 years ago, I said a, a very simple prayer and I invited Jesus into my life and I was filled with his spirit. And I can say with Mary, I have seen the Lord today. Could you say that? I was reminded this morning about how nothing is impossible for God. I heard a story of someone who was born with a curved spine and came to faith. And someone prayed for that person, prayed that they would be healed. And as they were praying, that person's spine was straightened and they were totally healed because nothing is impossible for God. That's the power of the resurrection. And that person could also say, I have experienced and encountered and seen the Lord today. I've encountered his love, I've encountered his forgiveness, and I know that nothing's impossible for God. The invitation for all of us this Easter, whether we've been Christians for years or maybe we've never given our lives to the Lord, the invitation for each one of us this Easter is to be invited into this place where we can say, I know the love of God. I know that God's forgiven me. And I know that nothing is impossible with God through this person called Jesus Christ.
That's what I'm going to pray for now. If you're able to stand, the band's going to come up in a minute to lead us to the next worship. Just as we move into um, our next worship song and in the time of communion, it's just an opportunity for us to pause on this Easter Sunday, Easter 2022. For each of us to say we want to see the Lord afresh today. So let's pray. And this is about you, your relationship, your walk, what you're going on in life, what's going on in your heart. It's not about the person to your left or to your right or in front or behind. It's the opportunity to say, Lord, I want to see you afresh. I want to encounter your love, your forgiveness, and your power in my life. Either for the first time or the 101st time, that's the opportunity each one of us has this morning. And this isn't about force or getting you to do something you don't want to. But if you're here this morning and you think, you know what, I want to encounter Jesus. I want to encounter the risen Lord. I want to encounter this, this story about this person who rose again, not just so that we can get to heaven, but that we can encounter and experience fullness of life right now today. And if that's you, they just echo the words of this prayer in your heart. Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for everything that I've done in the past, now, or I'll do in the future. Thank you, Lord, that you've forgiven me. Thank you that you love me. And I receive you in my heart today as my Lord and Savior. I receive your peace. I receive your grace. And I also receive your strength to get through the rest of this year. I choose to follow you. Easter Sunday, 2022. I choose to recommit my life to you. Easter Sunday, 2022. And if you prayed that prayer sincerely, then God honors it. He's faithful. And you're totally forgiven. The slate is wiped clean. He promises to be with you, to put his spirit inside your heart, to, to give you the strength to get through of life. So Holy Spirit, we pray that you be here this morning. We welcome you. We ask you to fill us, refresh us, empower us. Help us to know your forgiveness. And help us to know your love. And whatever we need from you this morning, whether it's healing or transformation or the power to break habits and addictions we, we receive that Lord by your spirit in Jesus name